Aren't you going to play the song? <laughs> I would have if I didn't have to scramble to get microphones and headphones all set up for you guys. Hey, real quick, back. Brandon, you are the best, man. You always <laughs> make us ready. Here he goes. Brandon's going to do this right the now. The bullets right? are back in town. Oh, that's what he was going to do. Yeah, yeah. It was my fault. We talked about since Mark and Sam and I have not been together in about a month because everybody going different places, Brandon was going to play The Boys Are Back in Town. The Boys Are Back in Town. Here he goes. Boy, you were a quick. Guess who just got back today? Sing it, Mark. <laughs> you take the top, I'll take the bottom. That's the way it works. And go. I guess that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> the boys are back in town. Strewman's here, uh, Mark Lukey, and Sam Oftedal, along with Brandon Gatz. Brandon Gatz. Brandon Gatz is here as well. It Brandon. rhymes nicely. Brandon yeah, Gatz yeah. and Bill Katz. And Brandon uh, behind the behind the glass helping us out here. The four outdoorsmen every night at 6 o'clock, every Sunday night at 6 o'clock, joining the rest of the gang here. It's been a, a great, great week. You've been gone again a whole week. I've been Mark. gone again. I was at Cass Lake, Sunset Cove Resort, up uh, near Bemidji. 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 Yeah. Their partner's in nice. Minnesota Bound with me, so I thought I'd go check them out. Uh, great week. Beautiful weather. Mark we, we finally me. found fish. So we struggled all week fishing. Struggled all week. Got a few walleyes, a few perch. Um, tried to get as much advice. Everyone you ask gives you completely different advice, right? You, right. you talk to five people. One guy's like... Lead core. Yeah. Gold yep. jig. So we tried That's everything. That's the best advice right we, there. We did not do well. And um, we were struggling. And a guy next to us happened to see that we were struggling. And we were talking with him. And he offered to take me and my son out the last night. And we, we killed him. So we're going to have Ron Klein on at 610. Can I jump in you. there? We yeah. all have a new friend named Ron Klein. How, I got to run through this. How far was Ron away from your boat? Not far. So what was the struggle he saw? That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> like, you're just slapping your knee, like slapping Nick, like we can't do it. Well, he probably saw the look on my face. There's nothing worse than disappointing your father and your son at the same time. Yeah. Because there's a lot of pressure as a dad guide, right? And you're bringing people out fishing. You've talked up a lake for months. Right. Like we're going to yep. kill it. And then all of a sudden, you can't catch fish. As often as my old man pissed me off, I'd be thrilled to disappoint him once in a while. That's, <laughs> that's the truth. Anyway, so Ron Klein's going to be on. Our new friend, right? Yeah. Our new cast. Everybody. Man, he's, a, he's a longtime fisherman. He musky fishes. He's, he's a good guy to know. He's going to take me to catch a musky. So uh, we're... We're, we're going to be friends with Ron, so we'll meet him in a little bit. But for now, we have our friends in studio talking about Lancastle Summerfest 2022. We're proud to be uh, your partners again. How are you doing? Brandon, we'll start with you. No, no, no. We're going to stop, Brandon, because i got to say one more thing about Mark, and then we'll get to okay. Brandon, Brandon Gass of, uh, of Lancastle. But I pick up Mark just now, right? And uh, and uh, we're waiting for his wife to come home and bring one of the sons home so we can bail out of here be on the show. And as Nick comes home and says, Dad... Dad, can I go to the radio station? And Nick and Mark says, "No, a week with you kids is enough. It's daddy time." And he yeah, says, I, I could. I just, I just need to be. I love you guys, but I need to be away. He says, "So no, it's not happening tonight." All right, welcome Brandon Gatz from. Well, tell us who you are. What's going on, buddy? Name is Brandon Gatz. I'm the event director for an event called Landcastle Summer Extravaganza. It's an annual get together for people who own fish houses, all things ice fishing. Uh, vendor show we got music it's family friendly and it's a blast i tell you what we were there last year and uh it's having fun's a lot of work 
Sorry for mispronouncing your name for two, three years. Yeah, right? I'm used to it by now. <laughs> same, I've always said yeah. same thing. Sorry, same with Bill. It's got sorry. Cots are got. We are Cots very northern, cats. so that it's automatic. For I've that known a you for three years, and I, it's like bag. You know, <laughs> that's like sandpine. We, yeah, we had, yeah, we had Keith on from Sandpine Pheasants, and we thought his last name was Sandpine. No, for we like didn't. Four years. We didn't. His buddy, his best buddy, Mark <laughs> Boomer, did. Yeah. Hey, this is Sam. Sam, but no, no, it's not Sam. Whatever it was. Either. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. uh, you, gotta, wait, you have to get a T-shirt that says, uh, "It's it sounds like Gots, right? That's what your T-shirt should say, right? Mm-hmm. Brandon Gats sounds like Gots. But go ahead, Mark. Well, I I went to it last year. So much fun. It seems like it grows every year. Why don't you give us a quick rundown of the lineup, what people can expect. We're going to be coming back to you throughout the show, but we just want to keep updating people. What uh, what can we inspe- expect in Landcastle 2022? First thing you're going to notice when you pull in is the huge campground filled with ice fishing houses. People bring out their ice castle. They bring out Glacier, Yeti, Firebrand. And we've actually got a huge display of vendors this year. Ice Castle, Fish Houses, they're a title sponsor along with Smoky Hills Outdoor Store. They're going to be bringing a bunch of brand new Ice Castles in, uh, the latest and greatest from Ice Castle. We got Cal's up in Wadena. They're going to bring down some brand new glaciers. Westry's up in St. Cloud. They're bringing in Core Ice and a new brand of Fish Houses called Nordic Lodge. So they're going to be the newest, latest, greatest thing coming in. Can't forget about the Team Lodge. The Team Lodge. Team Lodge is going to be there again. Yep. From South Dakota. Brandon, can I jump in and ask a question? So with construction being crazy the past few years, you know, it's probably been hard to get your hands on, you know, uh, an ice castle or it's a, a long wait. Right. So people can come and look at these and are they could they put in an order with some of these stores? They can sit down right away, put yeah. in an order, and we've actually got one of the best um, credit unions for financing fish houses, a financial one. They're gonna cool. have a booth, so you can actually Go design your own fish house with one of these dealers, one of these manufacturers. Go apply for financing on the spot and put in your order at How smart is this? Seriously, how smart is this? Fish houses, uh, cocktails, and a mortgage person right there at the same time. (laughs) Don't forget your barbecue. That is well planned. So Big Boar Barbecue is coming back again. And a waiver. You were signing this. (laughs) Brandon is not responsible (laughs) for upset wipes. It's it's on the ticket. I'm not responsible. That's funny. That's It's smart, though, because people can come in. You know, it's not quite yet hunting season. The fishing season's it's probably It's cooling down. down a little yeah. bit, so it's getting it's, people it's excited. It's honestly great, especially, like I said, the past couple of years, people probably haven't been crazy going after them since they've known that it's hard to get them, so this is a great opportunity. Absolutely. But that's the thing. we got hunting season starting up, especially uh, across the road here. That's what a lot of guys use their fish houses for, is their mainstay for, yep. they want to go out pheasant hunting, boom, they got a nice warm place to stay when they come back, versus getting a hotel or something like that. The old fishing camp. I tell you what, that's that was a it. voice. Yep. That was a voice of Bill Cotts, and he's no, 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 no. That's, <laughs> that's Bill Katz. He's uh, one of the guys that's helping out there. He knows Brandon from a long, long time, and uh, and he's, one of our sponsors as well. Yes, uh, and he's one of the right hand men of uh, of you. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, this is your third year, fourth year. I forget what is it. Sixth year. Sixth year. Six. Yes, and this is by far the biggest that we've gotten. So how far. big can it get? How many were? How many ice houses and groups did you have last year? And we thought it was wonderful. I thought it was really. How big can had it ab- get? Had about 170 houses last year. 550 people were going to be well past that this year already in the campground for sure. 
We've um, already we've doubled our vendors well, doubled from what vendors. we had last year. You remember how many vendors? We oh, had? absolutely. Well, yeah. We've doubled that. Yeah, yeah. So we're almost fifty vendors this year. Cool. Wow. Well, we have our special guest on the line, Ronald Klein. Ron, are you there? Hey, Ron. It's Mark. Can, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Well, I just uh, I'd wanted to reach out to you and say thank you so much for taking my son Nick and me out and we just wanted to thank you on air and learn a little bit more about you um what we were talking about it what made you decide to take us was it my sad look on your face was it my son's <laughs> sad look what what made you say hey i gotta find these guys some fish well um rumor was going around that there was a guy sitting up by the fish cleaning shack and about 20 dollars bills <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what a, what a great way to make 20 bucks, but uh, I went up there with uh, some fish to clean, and you weren't there, so. Uh. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not spend much time in the fish cleaning house. Like I mentioned before, we, we kind of struggled all week. I have so many friends that have been to Cass and talk about what a great fishery it is. I knew the fish were there. I knew everything. You even gave us advice, and we were fishing... 50 feet 60 feet from you one night and we still we caught like two maybe but um what how long did it take you to dial in on Cass and and uh how did you figure that lake out well um the first day i was up there we were kind of dialed in on we knew that they come up shallow of course at at night that's not a big secret it's just a matter of locating those fish when they're out in the deeper water and where they're stacked up the most and then just kind of work those breaks and that's how we stumbled into them i guess so um you say you've gone to cat you go to cast maybe four or five times a week or a, a year what do you like about that lake in particular um no matter what the weather is like you can always get out on a part of the lake to catch fish and there's there's fish everywhere if you target uh, sunfish crappies Perch, you can always catch fish someplace on the lake. Except for me. It's just a great <laughs> Except for me. I didn't know if you caught that or not. But uh, if you know what you're doing anyway. <laughs> um, so you say at Sunset Cove Resort, you've known the people there for a while. They're, they're really nice people. What do you like about Sunset Cove? It's I like its location. Um, you can go. You're near the Potato Islands. Uh, if you want, you can go up the Mississippi River into Androsia or up into Wolf Lake. You're kind of right in the middle of where everything is. Uh, the people are friendly, hospitable. Uh, it's a great place for a family. They've got a pool. we got the swimming beach, the restaurant, the bar. You, you have everything that you need right there. Hey, we're talking with Ryan Klein, a, a friend of Mark Lukey's right now. And I tell you what, it didn't happen exactly like Mark was saying. When Mark's oldest son, Nick, came up and called you dad, you knew there was a problem. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark, Mark needed some, hope, hey, uh, some help. Hey, you, you go up to Cass Lake four or five times a year. You're from the Twin City area? Yes, I live in Fairbanks. Well, how does a guy get up uh, for five, six times a year up to Cass Lake? What do you do for a living? What's your background? Well, um, I'm retired. I, was, I have 32 years in law enforcement, and then I did a uh, – 18-month sabbatical where I didn't do anything, sat around the house, and uh, you can only uh, watch so much TV and vacuum the floor. So then I uh, ended up going to work for a company here in Faribault, a food manufacturer, and I was the uh, 
parts requisitioner. And I did that for 10 years, and then finally this past April, uh, enough was enough, and now I'm fully retired and doing what I love to do. Well, that's a that's a thrill. If you had to choose just one fish that you had to had to target, had to chase, what fish oh, would it I be? I know this one. Yeah, what fish would it be? Well, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of a musky nut. I I love musky fishing. Um, in fact, I want to take Brad up to uh, Malac if he can get time off from work or get away from the family for a day or two. But uh, I love fishing muskies. Good for you. You know, as a matter of fact, if you get a chance. Go to our last week's show. If you go to our website, thefouroutdoorsman.com, you can click on latest shows. Last week we had a, maybe it's two weeks ago now, we had a lady on who caught, who just got hooked on musky fishing at the age of about 55, 56, and it's a great interview. She is an absolute addict for musky fishing. Uh, you would enjoy that. All right, Mark, well, go ahead. I'll have to look it. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Well, uh, Ron, I just want to say that um, you're a great example of what we love about the outdoors industry. Not a lot of people would just take random strangers out a whole night fishing. And uh, I just really appreciate what you did, and I hope we can be friends in the future. And I hope you uh, you take me out fishing sometime for a muskie. Yeah, any like I said, anytime. You've got my number. Give me a call, and uh, we'll go. And it was it was just fun to watch Nick. He, he, I was so nervous taking you guys out there. I thought, you know, we caught 10 the night before, and we, we, were, we were on to them, and it's just like, I hope, I pray that we at least get one. And to get the, to get the fish we got, it was like a big relief. And it, it was fun. I, mean, I just hope that Nick remembers that. Oh, he'll, he's been talking about it nonstop. And, and yeah, once that first fish was in the boat, we're like, all right, it's, it's go time. And it, it, you can see the pressure just go off of you and, and, and me too. So you, you did a great job. I really appreciate it. And let's please uh, stay in touch, okay? I will. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you for your service. Again. Yeah, thank you for your service, and uh, you're a good man, Ron. Hope to see you there again. All right. Sounds great. Thank right. you. That's a special guy right there, right? What, what a, a nice what a great guy. guy. He I'll just was, was great with Nick. Very and humble. Fun. He showed Nick how to hold a walleye because Nick won't <laughs> listen to me when I tell him how to hold a walleye. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a little more pressure when a, a guy you don't know is you know holding it out, but... So he taught him how to hold it, but uh, thank you very much, Ron, and thanks for joining the show. I'm going to do shout-outs quick. I know we have a lot of guests, so I want to go through this. Um, first one is Cameron Jacobson. Uh, said, I did a little catfish camping on Minnesota River. Great weekend on the water. That's something I haven't done yet. i got to do that. Vicki Prohl says, daughter learned how to cane pole today and finally got to learn how to fillet a panfish. That's a big day, Vicky. Thanks teach for writing me, in. Teach me that one. Our friend Brian Amberg, who we had about clay shooting, said Mason caught his first salmon, a 22-pound king. Good job, Mason. And uh, Corey says, happy 21st birthday to my son, Cole. He's he's the product tester for Macula Tackle. Thanks, everyone, for writing <laughs> into the Four Outdoorsmen. And... Uh, we have a big show. Who else do we have going on in the show? Uh, right now, we, got, we just had Ron Klein. We've got uh, Brandon Gotts, of course, with Lancaster Summer Extravaganzas next to us. He'll be talking about him all night and with him all night. And his buddy, Bill Katz, is next to him. We've got, right now, coming up, we've got the president of the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association, Dennis Korber, is going to be on. And then we've got a young man named, i uh, got to find it. Hang on, got to find it. Brian, well, Brian's dead, and Brady... I think it's Imolte, M-I-M-H-O-L-T-E. I'm guessing it's... Imholt. Imolt. Do you know those guys? No, I know the name, though. Imholt. Really? Yeah. Anyway, they're uh, the bull fishermen. And what I love about it, they were in the, new, uh, the outdoor news this last week or so, maybe two weeks ago. The kid's 13 years old. He's been bull fishing for four years. 
I'm 70 and I've never bull fished. I can't wait to give it a shot sometime. But he caught something out of the Mississippi River or some river that is uh, uh, different that I've never heard of before. So it'll be a lot of fun talking to the kid and, and seeing what he's all about. Even though he's a big bull fisherman, well, he loves deer hunting with bull more than bull, more than uh, bull fishing. So it's a lot of fun. So we've got some great guests. A lot yeah. of fun. A lot of fun. Lancaster, y'all set? What are the dates of Lancaster? September 9th and 10th out in Winston. All right, how do people get involved? We'll talk more about it, but how do they get a hold of you? How do you find out? What's your website? Check out the website at uh, LancasterSummerFest.com. Do or, I have to have a, a big fish house to get in? You or can do- come out for the day. You don't have to have an ice fishing house or a camper. You can come out for the day, come out for the weekend. Um, otherwise, bring your fish house out, bring the camper out, join a few hundred people and having an absolutely great time. It is family friendly, too. Do you have any entertainment this year? This year, we've got a group called Slam Alabama coming in to play on Friday night. They are an excellent band. I've seen them twice. And then on Saturday, we're going to have R.J. Graff playing Saturday afternoon. I know who R.J. is. And then the Brandon Jones Band from out in South Dakota. They are fantastic. That's a, this is like going to a huge... Uh, it's a, The music is going to be incredible. Yeah. It's going to be very September good September 9th and September 10th. Look, maybe my wife and I will come down on September 9th because we're going to see uh, Brandon Johnson. Is it? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Jake Nelson's getting married September 10th. Yes, down, he is. Down that direction someplace. Oh, yeah. Be right back with uh, the president of the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association. Checking in with the four outdoorsmen. Find them at mybobcountry.com under the weekend tab. Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. Call Dazeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional AC repair at your West Metro or Wright County home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your AC goes out on a hot summer day. Don't sweat over a unit that's on the fritz. Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any AC system and can get your cool air flowing again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your AC goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it's too late. DazealHVAC.com. Guys, I think I found a cheat code for the healthcare system, Everest Men's Health. They're a complete health clinic for men. I received a more complete body assessment and blood test there than I ever have in my life for less than the copay at most general practitioners. You too can schedule a $50 testosterone test, including blood testing, body composition, and consultation with one of Everest Men's Health medical experts at one of their three Twin Cities locations. Go to EverestMensHealth.com. Everyone with a boat knows how hectic it can be on the boat ramp. With all the commotion, it is key to get your trailer in and out of the water as quickly and safely as possible. That is why we have partnered with Boatload Mate. Boatload Mate is an automatic boat latch that allows you to quickly launch or load your boat without getting your feet wet. With Boatload Mate, the process is effortless. Check out their website at www.boatloadmate.com or find them on Amazon. Hey, Devil's Lake, North Dakota is much more than fishing. Walleyes. You've got Devil's Lake Classic Cars and Hot Rods. Jumbo Perch. Fire Department Golf Tournament. Casino. The ever-popular Wine Walk Through Downtown. Duck Hunt. 
Whitetail. Hey, the annual Rib Fest, man, that's a blast. Whitetail. Holiday Christmas light competition, that's amazing. Pheasant hunting. And Shiver Fest right after New Year's Day. More walleyes, five a day, ten in possession, all year long. Hey, Devil's Lake is truly an outdoor lover's destination. Hey, devilslakend.com. Looking for the perfect northern Minnesota family summer vacation? then you must check out Balsam Beach Resort and RV Camp just south of Bemidji. The fishing on Lake Plantagenet is great, but the emphasis here is family. The cabins are beautiful yet rustic, the grounds perfectly maintained. The beautiful pool is heated and there are plenty of water toys to keep the kids smiling all day long. See for yourself why many guests return year after year after year. The four outdoorsmen included. Visit BalsamBeachResort.com. Minnesota's largest outdoor event is back this summer for its 41st year. Game Fair. Check out dozens of hunting, fishing, and dog training seminars. Visitors can see more than 300 exhibitors, plus enjoy games for dogs and youth. Try the latest, greatest equipment and enjoy the world-famous duck and goose calling contest. Game Fair runs two weekends, rain or shine, August 12th, 13th, and 14th, and August 19th, 20th, and 21st at the Armstrong Ranch. See complete details at GameFair.com. Last year we went to an event that was an incredibly good time and we'd love to invite you this year. It's called Landcastle 2022 and Winstead Outdoor Show presented by Burkhan Outdoors. It's September 9th and 10th in Winstead, Minnesota. Hook up your fish house and join the party. Design the fish house of your dreams from Smoky Hills Outdoor Store. Shop the vendor market from companies like Clam and Ice Castle. Listen to music or enjoy barbecue and beer from Big Boar Barbecue. Tickets and details at LandcastleSummerFest.com. You know, you can't say Ely without thinking of Arrowhead Outdoors, Ely, Minnesota's best bait and camping store. And whether you love walleye, pike, panfish, or trout, Arrowhead has more variety of bait and tackle than any other store for many miles. And Chris and Steve, well, they're going to treat you like family. One of our listeners, Will Goble, says, Thanks to Chris and Steve for helping make our last three weeks the very best. Your tips on where to fish and what to use, well, they're the reasons we did so well. I love Arrowhead Outdoors in Ely, Minnesota. Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with a combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Progressive presents, don't do it yourself. Okay, simple enough. Just got to get in there with my screwdriver. Do you mind handing me my screwdriver? Are you trying to say screwdriver? Well, I mean, you're saying it weird, but yeah, sure. Look, maybe we should bundle our home and auto with Progressive. We could save big and pay someone to install this for us so you don't have to pretend you can. (laughs) I know my way around a screwdriver. Oh, yeah. This is going to take a Philippe's head for sure. Save when bundling home and auto with Progressive and use the money to, you know, not... Do it yourself. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. 
They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Hey, it's Jim Erickson, and join me for the All Request Lunch Hour this upcoming Wednesday and every other Wednesday at the Buffalo American Legion, post number 270, noon to one. Request a song, have lunch, have fun. The Bob FM All Request Lunch Hour, live at the Buffalo Legion this Wednesday. Broadcasting live from the Barnhouse Exteriors Studios. Go to BarnhouseExteriors.com. Have storm damage? Need a new roof? Go to BarnhouseExteriors.com for a free, no obligation consultation. Total Country Bob FM. All right, we're back with the four outdoorsmen. A lot of people in the studio here, but we don't care about them right now because we've got <laughs> Dennis Korber around, who's president of the MDHA, the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association. I tell you one thing, Dennis. There's too many damn commercials between the first break and the second break. Yeah, Brandon, are you are you still there? Did you go make yourself a cocktail or something? That's that's too much. But uh, how you doing, sir? How you doing? I am doing just fine. I am doing just fine. In fact, I'm I'm sitting at my computer, going through some game camera pictures and just drooling. <laughs> I bet you are. Well, listen, how long have you been with the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association? Of course, you did not start being a president, but what did you start as, and how long have you been president? I actually started as a vice president of the chapter down in Wyndham, Minnesota, in 1992. It's a long time, pal. Good for you. Good for you. Wow. Well, let's talk about that since the MDHA has been around. How long has the MDHA been around then? Yeah, since 1980. All right, since 1980. So what what are the biggest changes you've seen in the last 30, 40 years? Uh, probably probably the attitude toward deer. I think the attitude toward deer has, has changed somewhat, and I'm going to say that because uh, uh, we have gotten into uh, praising the antler more than we have in well praising said. the deer. That's well said. That's really, really well said. I tell you, I'm uh, hunted up in Ely, Minnesota most of my life and started up there in 1961. And back then, you didn't care if it had, if it had antlers, cool. If it didn't, it didn't. It's just um, it's bringing the deer home and having dinner it's, and having meat on the shelf, boy. But that's really exactly. well said. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, I, and, and I, don't take, I don't take that away from anybody. If, any, if somebody wants to go out there and they want to hunt an animal that is a Boone and Crockett, Pope and Young, whatever it is, but the real trophy is in the beholder of the taker. Oh, boy. I want you to write a book for me. That's well said as well. We're talking with Dennis Korber, Medicine, uh, Minnesota Deer Hunters Association. How many chapters are there in Minnesota? I think right now we're at 60 chapters, and we go all the way from uh, Winona, Minnesota, all the way up to uh, Kitson County, uh, up in the north, northwest, and then all the way from, and I can't even tell you what the top uh, northeast is, but then we come all the way down here to, to Wyndham, Minnesota, and we're only, if those who are not familiar, Wyndham is about uh, about 35 miles north of the Iowa border, and we're about 70 miles east of the South Dakota border. Go ahead, Mark. Hi, Dennis. Mark here. Um, thank you for, for becoming president of this great organization. We've had a lot of people on from the past, and, and I think you guys do a lot of good work. Do you feel pressure to take a stance on certain hot-button topics 
in the deer hunting world, like maybe the the shotgun debate or uh, feeding? Do you do you feel that you can support both sides sometimes, or do you kind of have to take a position? Well, uh, this is a personal more than more than what the association does. But my personal opinion is that it is pretty hard to straddle a fence and get across it. Yep. You have to you have to make a stand sometimes whether it is right or wrong sometimes whether it is in in the uh, advantage of the majority of the people or in the majority of the people that truly support you so it, it is a it is a uh, I can't say it any better than straddling and you know I, I believe you have to take it take a stance where some people think well if we're just neutral then we're okay but do we really progress and push anything when we are neutral. Well, I'll tell you what, since uh, Mark brought it up and you've talked about straddling the fence or making a stand, what are your what are your thoughts? What is your stand on the controversy about the shotgun towards uh, compared to rifle deer hunting in the southern part of Minnesota? Well, it's, uh, it, it is something that is, uh, is controversial. It is controversial by, by a few. Uh, you know, we did take the stand as a state organization to support it. Uh, we have gotten a little bit more pushback on that. I can tell you that I was born and raised in Buffalo County, Wisconsin, and I grew up hunting with shotguns. In 2005, I believe, is when they changed that to a rifle zone, and there has not been a change in any hunting accidents or that so when I look down here, I look down here in the mm-hmm. southwest or all the way up the southern or the western side of the state. You only have to go a few miles and you can hunt with a rifle. While the landscape there is exactly the same as what it is on this side of the state, you know. Uh, I think that I think that people get a little bit skewed on the idea that a rifle is something that can shoot forever. Yep. You know that's not true. You know, I mean, sure, it's a little bit greater in distance, but I will tell you also that I would be more comfortable being in the woods with a high-powered rifle because that bullet is not as heavy as a 12-gauge slug so that it will become uh, fragmented or if you're shooting non-toxic, which don't fragment, it'll slow down much faster than that heavy slug going through that brush. Well said. Go ahead, Mark. Well said, and thanks. It's it's great that you have an example to reference. Yeah, I did. Uh, with Buffalo County as well, and you can kind of point to that. So thank you for taking a stand, and uh, I agree with you, I guess I could say. Hey, let's talk about member growth. Now, the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association, how many members are there? Are we stable? Are we growing? And what are the responsibilities of the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association? Okay, so let's, let's talk about uh, members. You know, we went through two years where we did not have virtually any any banquets, any fundraising events. Uh, that's where the majority of our members come from, about 70-plus percent mm-hmm. uh, sign up because of that. Uh, so our membership dropped, and it dropped drastically. But I can tell you that our membership today is actually stronger and more than it was when we went into the close-down in 2020. So our members have come back. Our members are there. You know, what does it mean to be a member of MDHA? It it means that I support the uh, habitat. I support the legislation that goes on. I support hunting. And I support 
the betterment of wild deer and the sport of deer hunting. Hey, Dennis, I got a quick question for you. How closely do you guys work with the DNR, and does the DNR ever come to you guys to get your opinion on things since, you know, with being the Minnesota Deer Hunting Association, like, is that have enough girth behind it that they're they're going to come to you for questions? Yes. Yes, they do. They come to us for a lot of questions. And I, and, and being involved with the state operation, this is my, this is my third term as being president of the association. So I have worked with them very closely in talking about different things, uh, working with different things. I, I want to talk specifically about where I am down here in, in Wyndham. I am very close to the local wildlife manager. Uh, he calls me. In fact, uh, he just uh, we had a conversation early this spring on uh, how many antlers or antler, uh, antlerless permits that he should be giving away. He asked me specifically what I thought the population was on the on the floor or uh, you know the ground, the area, and what things that we should do, uh, as well as working with projects. Uh, I can tell you specifically on a, on a project that we just worked on was we had a culvert washout in the wildlife management area. They do not have funds, and in, in order for them to restore that culvert, it would take two years to appropriate and bid it out. Uh, we worked together with them and, and ended up working with a couple other conservation organizations. The culvert is replaced today. It flooded out in May. Sounds like a symbiotic wow. relationship. I tell you, that's really, really good. We've got a couple of, couple of minutes here. Uh, since the MDHA members have grown, have the number of hunters increased as well? I wish I could say yes, but no. Uh, our, our hunting population has stabilized. Uh, I think that... I think that we as a as a hunting group and we as a sportsman's group need to work on improving the hunting relations with the non-hunters and working on the R3 program of, of recruiting new hunters. Now, when I talk about recruiting, I'm not talking about specifically recruiting my grandson to hunt. I'm talking about recruiting the child that doesn't have hunting parents or recruiting yeah. that hunter that has never hunted but wants to learn the opportunity of being able to hunt. And, and that is that is something that's really hard, and it takes a one-on-one, and it takes a specific individual that's willing to give up some of their prime hunting time in order to show those people and lead them into the right atmosphere. Well, I tell you what, uh, Dennis Corber of the uh, Minnesota Deer Hunters Association, you were so well-spoken. This is, uh, I'd love to have you on every couple of weeks because of, uh, you're, you, you, you're right, right from the heart, I can tell that for sure. If somebody wants more information about MDHA, how do they become members, or anything else as to what they're involved, how do people get a hold of you guys? The best way to get a hold of us is, is uh, mndeerhunters.com. See? Most people would have turned that into about a four-minute conversation. <laughs> mndeerhunter.com. You don't pull any punches, Bill. I tell you, I love that. Dennis Korberg of the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association. I tell you what, thanks for, thanks for being on the air. When deer hunting starts up here, we're going to lean on you again to see what the reports are, and we'll go from there. Thanks for everything you do, sir. 
Okay, thank you very much. And, and any time that you want to talk, I got plenty of time. So thank you. You're in my phone. Perfect. You're in my phone, cool. buddy. Take care of yourself, Dennis. Thanks for being on the show. Maybe hey. we could have him at the fair if he's going to be up there. Oh, yeah. We'll talk to him. I'll, I'll talk to you. We're going to be at the fair a couple of Sundays. I'll talk to you about that, Dennis. He's, and maybe, he's gone. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you, Mark. You be on? <laughs> yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah, what about you, Brad? Yeah. Cool. Let's talk a little more about Lancaster. <laughs> So last time I was at Lancaster and it kind of threw me off. There's a lot of great entertainment, but there's also like a whole bunch of vendors. Who who can we expect for vendors besides buying a new ice castle? What what other kind of vendors are there? Either one of you go ahead with that one. Well, we've got your 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 cats covers. Cats covers well, is going to be one. there. <laughs> cats covers will be there. This is their uh, fifth year, and uh, they're definitely. What do you know about up. cats covers? Bill cats. <laughs> well, yeah. Just so happens I know a guy. <laughs> I, I got a guy. I got, I got a guy. A guy. Yeah, yeah. Who else per, is going to be there, though? Well, if we got pretty much any kind of accessory you would want for a wheelhouse, whether it's your ice castle, glacier, um, what have you. We've got a company called SureStep. They've got these uh, fantastic fold-down steps that go right in front of your door for getting in. It folds up so you can actually lock that step in place so somebody can't break into your fish house through the door. Um, we've got a, a Ultimate Outdoors. They're bringing out some of their really nice rattle reels on the go flagpole mount so these guys make mounts that'll clamp to your fish house frame your camper frame uh, into the hitch of your pickup so you can have a 20-foot flagpole going up the side of your fish house telescopic flagpoles are absolutely awesome. yes it's one of the best additions i think you can fly old glory anywhere you go um, we've Who's also got uh, this guy that makes these insulated uh, covers for wheel wells on the fish house so when you're out and it's 30 below and the wind is whipping He's got some great insulating products. He's called Hardcore Outdoors. And I tell you, when it's 25, 30 below outside and I've got my my hardcore uh, side skirts on on my fish house, I've got standing water underneath my fish house. They're that good in insulating. Yeah, they keep you really well insulated. He's got uh, also, instead of using a shade, he, he's got an insulated covers that go over your windows. You want to make he's got the house. one that you can put on your awning. So yes. you can actually add on space to your camper or your fish house. He's got insulated rooms that you what? can add on with yeah. your awning. Yes, you run your I awning mean, out. That's a good idea. Absolutely. That's what he I used his at an I event last year. I used mine at an event last year. adds on another 8 by 16 outside. I don't even have to fish inside my house. It's a thermal tent, we call it. That's so. that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. I'll tell you what, there's more, more from Lancaster. Sometime later on the show, we'll be right back with Brian and Brady. What's your last name, Billy Boy? Imholt? Imholt. Imholt. We're going to talk about bull fishing. Be right back. Listen to Total Country Bob FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Thanks to Aurora Asphalt and Concrete. Go to aurora-asphalt.com for a free, quick estimate. Balsam Beach Resort, the only resort on Lake Plantagenet, and that's five miles south of Bemidji. With 2,500 acres of pristine waters, you're going to find some of the best fishing northern Minnesota has to offer. Balsam Beach has been owned by Patty and Clint for nearly 30 years, so you know they treat their guests as family. There's something for everyone from swimming, biking, hiking, daily activities, even Friday night bonfires, or just relaxing in the sun. Let the simple pleasures of fresh air and sunsets do their magic 
at Balsam Beach Resort. Minnesota's largest outdoor event is back this summer for its 41st year. Game Fair. Check out dozens of hunting, fishing, and dog training seminars. Visitors can see more than 300 exhibitors, plus enjoy games for dogs and youth. Try the latest, greatest equipment and enjoy the world-famous duck and goose calling contest. Game Fair runs two weekends, rain or shine, August 12th, 13th, and 14th, and August 19th, 20th, and 21st at the Armstrong Ranch. See complete details at GameFair.com. Mark here in a few months into my treatment plan, custom designed by Everest Men's Health. I'm feeling more energized, I'm getting leaner, and I have more motivation than I've had in years. Everest Men's Health is a complete men's health clinic designed for men like you and me to get the most out of life. Go to EverestMensHealth.com to schedule a complete testosterone and body composition consultation for only $50 visit. They have three Twin Cities locations. Go check them out. I'm glad I did. Most of the time that I take my boat out, I'm either with my kids or by myself, which makes trailering my boat a process. With Boatload Mate, it's a lot easier. I just drive up my trailer and it safely latches to the transom. To launch it, I just back into the water and it floats over the latch. It's super easy to use and very simple to install. Only $129 is totally worth it. Visit BoatloadMate.com to find or find it on Amazon. Hey, the month of August is the time to plan your fall trip to Devil's Lake, North Dakota. And I'm talking about the very popular blast and cast. Hunt pheasants in the morning and bring in a bunch of walleyes in the afternoon. Devil's Lake is incomparable when it comes to either. And we all know that the autumn weather in Devil's Lake, North Dakota is perfect. Hey, throw in a round of golf, sneak over to the casino, enjoy a great dinner, and heaven is right on your doorstep. Blast and cast, Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Hey, you just can't beat it. What's the difference between a good net and a great net? Simple, it's all in the features. The Fortis Nets by Clam Outdoors are tough, safe on fish, easy to use, and are backed by a limited time warranty, so you can count on your landing net catch after catch. Available in a wide array of options for all types of anglers, choose from various hoop shapes and sizes, handle lengths and colors. You pick the net that fits your fishing needs and style the best. Learn more at clamoutdoors.com. Welcome back, Arrowhead Outdoors Bait and Tackle and Camping Store in Ely, Minnesota. Sure, you can buy your live bait at a local gas station, but it might be dead before you get to the lake. Or you can talk with Chris and Steve at Arrowhead. They work with local suppliers, and they have the freshest, liveliest minnows and leeches in the entire area. And that's for sure. But I'll tell you why you're at it. Bring your coffee cup and spend a few minutes getting all the advice you need to make your trip to Ely one of the fantastic memories of life. I've been patronizing these guys for many, many years. you got to find out why. Arrowhead Outdoors, Ely, Minnesota. Tis the season of camp boating and fishing and you don't want to be left out because your trailer's broken crystal welding in maple grove can fix it and get you back to the outdoors crystal welding offers a wide variety of services including welding maintenance and repairs for all types of trailers crystal welding is your one-stop shop for all of your trailer needs go to crystalwelding.com for more information crystal welding solutions service results crystal Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. 
back, everybody. I'll tell you what, the man behind the glass, Brandon Backstrom, he's a he's a magician, does a lot of stuff for us, and I'll tell you, you deserve more than what you're making per hour here or something. Remind me when I leave here, I got a couple of Bob FM t-shirts for you, all right? <laughs> oh, perfect. That's so, exactly what I need. So I can help you out there. But no, Brandon, <laughs> thanks to, uh, honest to God, you, uh, you are a magician, and thanks for all you do. Hey, tell it's you what, pleasure. you bet. Before we get to uh, Brian and Brady... Uh, I just got a, a shout-out from Arrowhead Outdoors, one of our sponsors up in Ely, Minnesota. And Steve said, just a PSA for all the hunters out there. Ammo is starting to show up again, and it's in stores, but still expecting the shortage going on and going to continue to this fall. So keep an eye out for whatever you want right now and buy it. Do not buy it, because if you wait another three weeks a month, it's, it, it might be gone. So thanks, Steve and Chris from Earhead Outdoors uh, for the information. Send me being... some Sabo slugs or whatever. What What's do they call it? How do you say that? Sabot. 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 I don't know what a Sabot slug is. He knows. It's a, rifle, it's a rifled slug. All right, we'll talk more about that later on because we've got to talk about bull fishing with Brian and Brady Imholt. Is that how you say that name, Brian and Brady? That's how you say your last name? Yes. Yeah, okay. it's Ryan and Brady. Yeah. It is Ryan. I'm sorry. I apologize. I had to be in there someplace. Welcome. for um, Thanks for being on the 4 Outdoorsman. Ryan, you, how long have you been bow fishing? How long have I been bow fishing? Yeah. Fishing since I was 12. So you got to be. So, so Brady's got to be 13. So you've been, you've been doing it for 20 years, right? Yep. Holy. On bucket. and off, yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Who got you? Let's talk about your background. Then we'll talk to Brady. Who got you involved in fishing? And who started getting you involved in, in bow fishing? Uh, it was my dad got us going and fishing, and then it kind of migrated into. Uh, we did a lot of bow hunting and hunting, and then we went into um, bow fishing. Just kind of grew into it and had some buddies that did it. So, a lot of fun. Hey, Brady, are you there, young man? Yes, I am. How are you? You're 13 years old, correct? Yep. And uh, you, you've been hunting for how long? When did you start bow, uh, bow fishing? Um, I've been bow fishing for four years. Four years. So at nine years old, most kids are still playing on their iPads and self, not even cell phones <laughs> and computer games yeah. and stuff. And, you're, and your old man's got you out there fishing and hunting. Good for him. It, yeah. Yeah. So did you? Uh, how many times did you go out with your dad? Now, this is all bow fishing is in the evening, right? Late night stuff? Yeah, you can go late night and both and um, daytime. And what do you prefer? I like um, nighttime boat fishing because then you can go for like longer periods too. I would think that'd be so cool. Um, especially, is there a particular time when you go boat fishing? What is your normal target? Um, normally, just common carp is our <clears throat> normal. Right, so is is there? There's no long season for bow fishing, or is there a season for bow fishing? There's a season for bow fishing. And what what is that season? What are those months? Um, May. Dad, May. it closes on it, it closes in river systems, but then it's opened in the lakes for most of the year, and they're all year. But uh, yeah, in in yeah, it closes in the spring. So the the walleyes and game fish can go um, spawn. Hey Ryan, I've seen uh, photographs and talked to people who've been bow fishing before, and I see some of the some of the glorious boats they have. They're elevated and two deckers and all that, and with rails for lights. spotlights and all that's kind of cool. And pole dancers, all kinds of good stuff on them. Pole do you dancers. have do you have I, I like those because that's my kind of bow fishing. Do you have two different boats, or do you adapt one boat uh, when you go bow fishing? Just have one boat that we usually adapt to. And uh, we, we've been going out with my good buddy, 
that he has a boat set up. So he's he's nice enough to bring us out. All right, just describe what what has to happen to set up a fish to become a bow fishing vessel. What was that? How do you adapt a regular boat to a, a bow fishing boat? What has to be done? Oh, dude, not really. You don't really need anything. You put if you have a flat bottom boat. I mean, you already got the deck on the front. And, you know, we started in V bottom boats, and you can shoot offshore. It you can do it. Yep, and just lights and generator or flashlights, headlamps, whatever you want to do. Sound like fun. Got sound like fun to me. Hey Brady, now you've been doing this a long, long time. You've got yourself some monster carp, I'm sure. We read your story in the outdoor news last week. Tell us what you what you shot. I don't do you, do you call it catching? Do, what did you catch? <laughs> and uh, were you surprised at what it was? Tell us tell us the whole story about that evening. Um. So it was our dad's good friend or our good friend, and we asked him if we could go out bow fishing one time because we haven't gone out since May. And, and um. Yeah. So we went out and. It was actually the second fish I shot that night, and we were going for, like, suckers and stuff. And, like, if we were going to shoot, like, a gar, you're going to be, like, a bonus fish. So that's, like, the, my main target is why I wanted to shoot a gar. And, yeah, we rolled up on that one. It was pretty shallow, and then we rolled up. And then my uncle, Tyler, he seen, he seen, he, he seen what he thought was two gar, and one ended up being one gar, but the other one ended up being a big northern. Oh, boy. And so we circled around back to it. And then there was, like, so since we kicked up the dust, I only could see parts of the gar. So I just seen, like, it's thin or whatever, so I aimed a little bit high and just assumed that his body was right there. So I just shot, and, yeah, the other, and then the other one, we circled back around to it. And I didn't even know that it was black at this point, so it was just a rush when we got it in, too. All right, tell me about the, what is the difference between a black gar, which apparently is pretty rare, compared to a, I don't know what the other gar is called, a regular gar. How rare is that? Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact like numbers and stats and how rare it is, but I just know it's pretty rare. And the, my guys who were taking me out, um, was they had never seen one before. I mean, they've heard of them, but they never seen one being shot. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. Nice. Um, can you tell us what river you were fishing on? Um, we were fishing. Uh, we were both fishing on a river somewhere. In Winona. <laughs> <laughs> Dad taught you well, Ryan. That a boy, Ryan. Ryan, what's cool? Hey, what other... Now, I've never done this. Did you realize that it was a gar when you first saw it? Because, and could you tell the difference between a regular gar and a black gar when it's in the water? Um, so I've never really shot. This is my first gar shot. And then, so I didn't really... I wasn't really used to the colors in the water, what they color what they would be. So I didn't really expect for it to be a black gar, but I think, um, so my uncle or whatever, he he knew it was a black gar, and he didn't tell me because if he would have told me, I'd have probably missed. <laughs> oh, I suppose, yeah. Well, speaking of that, uh, I've never bow hunted. Uh, Sam hasn't, and I don't think a couple other guys here have done this before. What is the biggest challenge for a beginner? What was the hardest thing for you to become a good bow fisher person? Um, so, like, when you shoot in the water, like the, your arrow kind of, it looks like your arrow, like if you put a stick in the water, it looks like the sticks bend. So right. you have to aim a little bit lower so then you can hit the fish. If you right, aim right on, you'll miss over them every single time because of the water refraction. Did you, uh, how many times did you shoot before you got your first fish? <clears throat> Lots. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think that would pass a test in high school, kid. I need a number. No, that, that's interesting. Did you get frustrated to the point where you're going to quit, or did you say you got to keep on going? Um, I just wanted to keep on going because it was so fun shooting them. All right. I'll talk, let's get back to the black gar, which, again, I don't know what it is, and it's got to be pretty rare. I remember seeing the photograph. Um, is it something that you can harvest? Can you legally harvest a black gar? And are you going to mount it, or did you just measure it and, and maybe get a, a styrofoam mount out Please. of it? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we, were, we are going to get a mount on it. We, I don't think we've choosed a person who's going to mount it yet. Good for you. Good for you. Are you a star now in high school or anything like that? Some young ladies think you're hot because you're a celebrity right now on the radio as well as the outdoor news. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> I did. Yeah. yeah she's, you made a T-shirt already. You drive around your bicycle with a T-shirt of a gar on it. You know, just to start the story. <laughs> it's his new nickname. Yeah. Good for you. I also read someplace that you like. You'd rather deer hunt as compared to uh, bow fishing. If you had to choose one of the two, would you rather hunt white-tailed deer with a bow? Um, I think I'd rather hunt white-tailed with a bow. All right. Why is that? Give me the, give me the reason why. There's got to be a reason. Yeah. Um. Well, with bow fishing. It's more of like a constant having fun, but when that one big buck steps in front of you, that's like an adrenaline rush. Well, yeah, your heart starts pounding out of your chest. You're talking to the choir here, but Mark Luke, he's never seen a big buck, so don't worry about his. Yeah, he has, <laughs> oh, he I've has, seen has, him. I haven't shot him. He has him. never, never has, <laughs> never had a chance to have feel that experience. Hey, Brady and 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 uh, uh, and Ryan, thanks for joining us on the Four Outdoors. It's a lot of fun. And Ryan, you know, take pride in what. This kid's done and what he's going to do. He seems like a wonderful young kid, speaks well, and the outdoors is, is part of uh, teaching kids how to be good, be, be good people, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, you take care of yourself, Ryan and Brady, and uh, thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsmen. Congratulations. Do me a favor. You, uh, the old man's got our, my phone number right now. When you get this thing mounted, promise me, uh, Brady, that you'll send me a photograph of it, and we'll post it on the Four Outdoorsmen website. Is that all right? Okay, yep. All right, and then uh, if you want to offer to take me boat hunting, boat fishing, I'll go. Just let me know. Just let me know. <laughs> take care, young man. Take, I'm, I'm not the first person to ask you that one. Thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman. Take care and have a great rest of the summer. Thank you. You, too. you bet. Take care, young man. And Dad. That's right. a cool story. That is cool. You know, I, you, and he just showed me a picture. Of, of I've never seen one. Yeah, Bill Ketcher showed me a picture of a black gar. How, that's, if, if guides who's been fishing for a year have never seen one, mm-hmm. I don't know how Bill, maybe that's the last one in the world. <laughs> You'll have be, to yeah. look at the DNR pond at the fair and see if they've got one in there. That's a good question. <laughs> they might have that. What do you got, Mark? I'll tell you, uh, you see all these fancy boat fishing boats out with the decks and everything. My dad and I did it out of a canoe. Oh, yeah. What? And yeah. My dad is large, and I'm large. Yeah. And when I was a kid, we'd go on the Crawfish River. Actually, he would have the bow, and I would have a spear uh, with a float on the end, and we'd be shooting stuff. But when... Uh, a 300-pound man stands up in a canoe and shoots a bow. You're holding on for dear life. <laughs> Someone's going in the drain. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are the memories. Things were, that were, those were simpler times, right? <laughs> they were simpler times. Honestly, God, it's a different ballgame. A little more about uh, our, our guest here, Bill Katz. Let's and do an overview Gatz. again before, yep. before the end of the show. Tell us what it is exactly so people know what's going on, the dates, how they get tickets, the whole shebang. Well, what we've got uh, this year is the sixth annual Landcastle Extravaganza. Um, it's basically get your fish house out, get all your bells and whistles working, what find out what's broken or what needs a little tune-up or something, and nine times out of ten, we're going to have that product in our vendor area or the knowledge of someone to help you to fix whatever's broke. 
Um, it's also great to look for the next latest and greatest products that are coming out there. Um, you need parts or goodies for your fish house. It's there. Smoky Hills with GoIceFish.com. If they don't have it at the event, you can go on their website. They'll give you pretty much any kind of advice that you need. Yep. Um, there are people yep. in their shop. Fantastic resource. We're happy to have them at Landcastle this year. Actually, uh, Smoky Hills, they're one of the biggest ice castle dealers, and they're really good for getting parts and accessories for you know the goodies for your house. And if they you... actually sponsored our pub this year. Right. So we have the Smoky Hills Pub. So you can stop out, grab some big board barbecue, grab oh, yourself was... a Shiner beer at the Smoky Hills Pub. You know what I got a kick out of? Last year we spent uh, the night there. My wife and I had a wonderful time, slept in one of the ice castles, just met a lot of great people. The music was good. But what's the, what's the name of the barbecue place? Big Boar Barbecue. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Oh, you yeah. can't go I there without that trying this stuff. Fantastic. And what I also liked about it. Try their prime rib. They didn't, got, they didn't gouge you with yeah. the, you know $10 for this and $15 for this. It was an absolute riot. And we learned a lot. There's a lot of what's cool about it. People can go from ice fish house to fish house and go inside and BS with people and see what they got and see get what they, some ideas for they, your next house. Yeah. See what they've done with theirs. Every fish house is different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've also got some seminars with uh, Mikey Roger. Yep. So he's going to be doing some seminars. Seminars on for the kids. Kids yep. are going to have lots of prizes out there for the kids, like we did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, going to be able to chat chat with the pros. And you got any questions, ask them. They'll answer anything you got. Bring the kids, bring the family, hook up the fish house. On your site, will there be a schedule of of Yes, we'll get that nailed down a little bit closer to the event. Uh, We're still kind of putting that together. We've got to kind of mix around with RJ Graff playing and then Brandon Jones on Saturday. So Saturday is going to be a busy day. All right. I'm excited for you guys. We'll try to get out there ourselves again this time because it, it really was a Love to wonderful time. And it's a nice ride that way. It was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ride. It is a nice area. So that's cool. Thanks to, uh, to uh, Brandon Gotts and Bill Katz for joining us uh, in the studio tonight. And thanks to our other guests. We had Ron. Ryan and Brady and also the president of the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association, Dennis Korber. <laughs> thanks, Brad. You bet. Thanks, yep. everybody. Thanks for joining us in Four Outdoorsman. It's been a lot of fun. We are so blessed to be able to do this. We BS and have a lot of fun, and laughing and learning is a good thing. Thank hey, join you. us next Sunday if you would. In the meantime, stick around for Real Talk Outdoors. They're on from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock. I'll tell you what, my buddy Mark's got some advice for you. Get outside and make some memories.